Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way. The trip to the drive through over at Strange Brew Coffee here in Starkville or, of course, also in Tupelo at Brupolo. And if you can't make it there, well, they'll make it to you. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and order, including the new K-Cups, which just keep flying off the shelves. Whatever way you make coffee at home, you can make Strange Brew Coffee and get your day started the right way. Our friends at College Corner will remind you, new year, new gear. We're not too far off from the start of college baseball season. College basketball is heating up. You're going to be coming to Starkville. Make sure you're doing it in some brand new Mississippi State gear. All the top names and brands available to you at College Corner. Two locations in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Florida by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco, Starkville's newest and best Mexican restaurant, Mexican Fair with Mississippi roots. So much going on at Humble Taco, not just today, but just about every day. They have got some great specials running. Uh, looking at their Twitter feed today, this was their Taco Tuesday special. So you missed it this week, but next week you can definitely check it out. $2 tacos, $5 wings and nachos, $2 ranch water, and then you can also get half off your margarita pitchers or $6 large margaritas by the glass. I mean, that's a lot of great specials going on there at, 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 on Taco Tuesday. So Maybe go ahead and set a reminder for next week. Today's Wing Wednesday at uh, Humble Taco. So, again, there's always specials. There's always great food. It's always a great time at Humble Taco. If you're looking for an easy lunch, Firehouse Subs is probably the way you want to go. Download the free Firehouse Subs app today and get going. You just put in your order, come by and pick it up, and the best part of all is the rewards points. You're going to pile them up when you use the Firehouse Subs app. they got locations in Starkville, Columbus, Tupelo, Flowood, Madison and Oxford at Firehouse Subs. It's Rumblings Day, Robbie Falk. We got it. We got some really good questions today. I want to give a, a shout out to our listeners. I feel like today we got some some new and innovative questions. People missed us. I, well, I don't know if that's the case or not. I miss, think so. Miss is a strong word. Well, Ryan Nelson said that he really missed us. Well, I, I, Ryan Ryan is biased though. He is one of my. He is maybe my best friend on the whole planet. So we at least know one person missed us. Yeah, he's, he's in my top three for sure. Well, there you go. Probably top two if I had to, if I had to guess. So would the other me. Nelson be in there? Uh, it's 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 it, it, it you know the, that number putting two you on spot, the spot here. Uh, well, you know I, the good thing is the other Nel, there, There's first off, there's two other Nelsons. There's 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 two brothers, and then, then there's a sister as well. Um, and then the and then there's the Nelson twins that saying. I can't live they, without your love and affection. They're cousins, distant cousins. Okay. The other two Nelson brothers, they always say they don't listen to the podcast, but they know everything I've ever said on this podcast. So the, the Nelsons are like the Agostinellis. 
Except they're all state fans. None of them abandon us. I'm just talking about the, the plethora of oh, there's them. A, there's a lot of them, yeah. There, there's four Nelsons. There are five Augustinellis. So, good Catholic families. What can you say? That's right. So, all right, let's dive in here to our questions. We start off with one from Anxious Dog. Sorry that you're anxious, my friend. Me who too. Had, who had a better sports year, Joel Coleman or the family I saw sporting a Georgia slash Mississippi State house divided decal? Two national the answer titles. is the, the answer is Joel Coleman, though. Yes, you know why? Uh, do we have the same reason why? Um, I don't know. He got a Maybe. national championship ring, a legitimate national championship ring. He's got the same ring that Tanner Allen and Chris Lamonis and all those guys have. It's got his name on it. That's why. And he j- well, I, I was going to say that. He just joined at the start of the College World Series, pretty much. Well, actually, the postseason. But then again, can we really say that they win a national championship without Joel? I'm just saying that in however many years of playing college baseball and in, what, 11 previous College World Series appearances, Mississippi State had never won a national title until Joel Coleman came on board. It's true. I mean, there's there's no there's no debating that. So, Joel Coleman I, I, is the I was going to try to be upset about the fact that he got a national championship ring and only put in about seven games worth as a Mississippi State employee. They were the most important seven. But I cannot I, – I can't find a reason not to give him some credit here. I agree. Agree with you 100%. All right, our good friend and host, Steve Robertson, has some good questions here. He wants to know, you know, the Royal Rumble is coming up. Who would win a Royal Rumble of Mississippi State media? He also wants to know, can he count on you to lower the top rope to get me over the top? So I'm like Yokozuna coming into this thing. You're Yoko or the mm-hmm. Big Show, yeah. Andre the Giant. Everybody is has agreed. We I'm the get favorite, the big guy but out. I also you got, you got to get me. Everybody's going to be gunning for. Me. In 1985, mm-hmm. you would be the winner of all the battle royals. Yes, it was always the big guy. Whoever the yes. biggest guy was was winning the battle royals. So right, Andre the Giant won be, them all. You would be, you know, Andre the Giant of the media. But I want would, to challenge you for a WrestleMania world title match. We would have you up against the ropes. You know, three people would be on your legs. I'm pushing you off. It'd be tough. Um, I, I think we would get you out of there as quickly as Eventually, possible. Eventually, yeah, yeah. And then it starts, bowling down to, it starts bowling down to stamina. Um, probably the most in-shape guys would be probably Stefan and Andy, maybe. Do we not count Joel anymore? Um. No, he's not in the media. Okay, okay. I'm throwing Andy out immediately just because of his his uh, smart aleck remarks that he's made towards wrestling. He has. I'm getting him out of there immediately. Yeah. So you're out. Um, and then it, I think you know Steph has a, has a chance. Yeah. Sock has he has leverage. He's so tall. He does. He's like Nash. You know, there's no clear cut winner. This would be like, um, you know, the Royal Rumbles. Those late nineties where The Rock and Austin know. and Triple H and everybody was in there. Yeah, you just don't know. Yeah. Um, but I you know, I, I think that, you know, guys like Stefan and, and Sock probably have an edge. All right. I, I've got to come in at twenty seven or twenty eight to have a chance. Uh my stamina is not up there right now. My conditioning's not there. I can't do Ric Flair. I can't no. do Chris Jericho. There's gonna be a lot last... of me laying in the corner if I'm one or two, I'll put it that way. I need yeah. to be thirty. I need to be the last man in. Uh, also from Steve, what's the best Bon Jovi song not named Want It Dead or Alive? This is a good question. 
Um, Where you got to been? It's got to be. You give love a bad name, doesn't it? That's a good choice. I don't have an issue with that. If you as said, far as as far as you know, just the whole catalog. So for me, if you're going like if you're going, you know, the lesser known songs, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, I love Better Roses. Okay. Um, I would I would go. So the one I would pick is not a Bon Jovi song. It's a John Bon Jovi song. It's Blaze of Glory. Okay. I, I like Blaze of, I like Blaze of Glory too. Also, Lay Your Hands on Me would be my lesser known yes. Bon Jovi song. Yes. That's so, a good anthem. Yeah. Bad medicine. Bad medicine. I was gonna say bad medicine. They used to be my go to bad medicine. Play the drums. Fantastic. 80s rock song. Yeah. All right. So any anything on slippery <laughs> when wet? Yeah. It's, pretty it's much. probably good. Yeah. Who do y'all see taking on the killer? Oh, I'm sorry, Bryce Overby. Who do y'all see taking on the killer mentality from TA and Jake before him with this year's team? So who's the, who's the leader, basically, is what they're asking here. Logan Tanner that has like kind of right. that demeanor. Yeah. Um, and Luke Hancock. Luke Hancock's probably the steady of the two. Logan Tanner's going to have kind of that uh, brash – attitude about him right he's, he's going to be a little more vocal um and things like that so i those those would be my top two right there and i, I think cam james has the ability to but um i haven't gotten the vibes that he's kind of a take charge guy just yet you know like it, it, he doesn't really seem he hasn't like, had to though that's true so, you know, we'll see if he kind of steps forward and is that that kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, Thomas, but I, I would say go ahead, go ahead. I would say as far as like personality and stuff and just kind of taking over, it would probably be Logan Tanner. Yeah, I agree. I think Landon Sims has personality Sims, too. Yeah. We don't we don't we don't talk about pitchers as much when we when we do right, that. Only once guys a week are, or whatever, but yeah. Yeah. But I think sure. he's in that mix too. For sure. Uh, Thomas Loft just wants to know if I watched any good shows while I had COVID. I didn't really. I didn't binge a lot. I was coughing so much that this watching TV was just not pleasurable. So I just sort of laid around. Also wants to know, are we fans of snow? I am. Yes. I like, I like, like snow. snow. Yeah. I don't uh, like a lot of ice. I don't want the roads to be out of control, but. I don't snow. want what happened in la- uh, last February, last February to happen yeah. again. Maybe in my lifetime. No. That, that was, that was enough. Yeah. But not, but a nice snow day, get out and play with the kids. Sure, absolutely. I even like, you know, if the snow's not accumulating, I like just seeing it, you know, mm-hmm. like that. That's what happened the other day here, which is weird. In Ackerman, right down the road from where I live, it was, you know, winter wonderland. Mm-hmm. Here it was just wet. Yeah. And then like some snow came through, but it never stuck. It's, it's so weird how snow works. It's like the most unpredictable thing. It, 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 you just don't ever, especially in the South, you just don't ever know what you're going to get with, with the snow. You know, the ground's got to be a certain temperature. Yeah. It's got to be a certain temperature in the sky for, you know, it to fall a certain type of precipitation. It's, it's, it's so, that's why, you know, people say, well, it could be two inches or it could be 10 inches. So just get ready. I mean, you just, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. All right. Uh, Rob Montgomery, why is the phrase by the skin of their teeth? Whose teeth have skin? Maybe they're talking about that film from yeah. people who don't brush their teeth. The it's actual just, thought of skin on your teeth is a disturbing image. 
I've seen people that look like they have skin on their teeth, but it's just not brushing them. Yeah, it's it's the the film that you get when you you, you have on your teeth sometimes. Yeah, when it's and that is brown. a very thin layer of skin. So there, yeah, so let's just make up our own de- definition of that. I don't know if that's the actual definition. Makes sense though. But yeah, let's do that. <clears throat> Taylor Ball has a bunch of questions that we sort of answered on yesterday's podcast, but we'll go with one of them here. Offensive MVP: Logan Tanner or Cameron James? Um, I'm gonna go Logan Tanner. I'm going to go Luke Hancock. Okay. I just think he's the more consistent guy. I feel like, you know, he's the guy you, you trust. I think he takes a, he has a big year this year, I think. But, you know, like, uh, that, I guess that's kind of a um, subjective yeah. topic, too. Like, what do you consider the most valuable player? Um, are you just, are you talking about the guy that's got the best numbers? Mm-hmm. Or are we talking about the guy that you feel like is, literally the most valuable right makes the clutch hits but that's what i think hancock is yeah because hancock's going to come up there a lot of times and move the runner from second to third it's going to go down as a ground out he's not going to strike out much he's going to get on base he's going to get sacrifice flies he might not have a a huge amount of home runs or rbi Mm -hmm. or doubles but he's going to be probably one of your best guys as far as plate approach is concerned. And uh, Cam James and, and Logan Tanner are going to probably have the better power numbers. So, as far as most valuable, you might be right. Yeah. All right. Brogan Fairchild, what do you think the best positional battles will be on the baseball team? Um, I'm, I'm really interested in the corner infield spots if Slate Alford and Hunter Hines and guys like that are, are hitting – because it's, <clears throat> if they're really tearing the ball up, you have to find a spot for them. You know, I mean, I go back to last year and you felt like for sure Josh Hatcher was going to be your first baseman until he just couldn't hit and you had to figure something out. If you can't hit, you can't be in this lineup. Yeah. Because there's just too many people out there. So that's a big one. Um, center field. And and uh, maybe one of the other outfield spots. Who takes over there? That's going to be a big one. But everything else, I mean, shortstop. You feel pretty good about Forsyth. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like R.J. Yeager is probably going to be second base. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I f- you feel like you know who your corner infielders are going to be. But mm-hmm. again, if something happens and those two freshmen start get getting going, you have a problem. A good problem, but you yeah. have a problem. Problem is not really the right catcher. word. You got you got a you got a, a, a situation. Maybe. Yeah, it's it's but it's not it's it's a good thing to have for Mississippi State because you know 2019 you had an issue at second base and you moved uh you moved um Foskey to second base and you weren't expecting that right and in 2021 you had an issue at first base and Luke Hancock answered that question. This year, you don't have very many issues in the field. You feel good. You feel good about most everybody. Um, so it's it's kind of going to boil down to who's hitting the best. I think. All right. Our next question comes to us from our friend Taylor Rayburn, who wants to know who With would the you... giant keyboard <laughs> mega board? Yes. Who would you pick to win the Super Bowl as of right now? Um. 
either Tampa Bay or Green Bay. Yeah, probably. I right have now, a few. I'm, right now. I'm leaning towards the NFC, but the Chiefs are looking pretty good too. I think it might be. I, I think we might see Tampa Bay versus Kansas City Part Two. Could very well be. I have a very simple, a few very simple rules in my life, and one of them is this: don't bet against touchdown Tom Brady. That's right. I think Tampa Bay will win the Super Bowl. Nobody is talking about them really right now. You're right. I mean, that's, we, that's we still, right what he we're wants. still not talking about it. Yeah. Uh, 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 dark horse, I know they, they've been kind of up and down all season, which feels weird to say isn't for number one seed, but mm-hmm. Tennessee. Yeah, if now Derrick, that Derrick Henry's back. Yeah. I mean, if Derrick Henry is back and is, is back in full force, mm-hmm. that's a very dangerous team. Agreed. I mean, they, they were staying afloat without him. Yeah. So they won the, I, won the one seed. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with them. Uh, also from uh, Taylor, what is your favorite animated Disney movie? Ever? Yeah. Hmm. Um. Gosh, I'm not real. I'm not 100 percent certain on that. Wow. Okay. Probably one of the Toy Stories. That's a good choice. Nothing wrong with that. What's your favorite? So the Toy Story ones are a good choice. If I had to pick one of them, I think three is my favorite. Um, I also love The Princess and the Frog. That is the first movie that I took one of my kids to by myself. Yeah. So, you know, I had that, that daddy-daughter moment with her for the first time. Uh, so yeah, that, 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 uh, that holds a special place. Natty is starting to uh, love Tiana. Oh, yeah. Tiana's great. She has all the princesses that she plays with in the bathtub, and yeah. we, I, I, over the holidays, I don't know if you saw, but I, I put out a picture yes. of my um, instructions that I was building something. Yes. So I built. My mother bought my daughter a, a costume closet, and it comes up to about my knees. And the instructions on this were an absolute disaster. They didn't have the right screws for them. It was, I was cursing um, that night, but I finally put it together. It was rigged together, but it was put together. And she has all of her dresses in there. She has a Cinderella dress, Belle, um, Rapunzel, Moana. And she has to take these dresses out and I have to put these dresses on her every single night. Yeah. But all that to say, we, we're watching all, Encanto is our big movie right now. If you haven't seen that, you need to watch it. Very, very good movie. Colorful, good music, and uh, that's what we're on right now is Encanto. So right now, that is my favorite Disney movie. I should I should definitely say mention that the the Disney movie I have seen the most is uh, is Frozen. I have yes. seen that a ton. I mean that that movie came out right in the sweet spot for my girls to be enchanted by it. So. I have seen that a lot. I got, getting, I got to meet Tiana when I went to do uh, Disney, and she told me she is too, also a big Saints fan. So I thought that was, you know, so we connected there. She should be. She's in yeah, New she's, Orleans. She's from New Orleans. All right, Justin, although they they weren't an actual franchise when she was alive, but, uh, but you know, still. semantics, semantics. Justin Strawn, do any current? Uh, what time is it? Seven eleven p.m. Very reasonable. Seven eleven. Seven eleven. Even backdoored little Joe. Nice. Does any current men's basketball player from Mississippi State get drafted? 
think so. Um, yeah, I, I think Iverson has a chance. I think Iverson, Tolu Smith, and Garrison Brooks could all be, if not late first-round guys. And I think Iverson has the best chance of being a first-round guy. If you're Garrison – Second Brooks, I mean, second round. If you're Tolu, do you come back for another season? You've been injured I mean, so much, you might be told that, hey, we want to see a full year of you being healthy. Yeah, I mean, he's only played six games so far, and we're halfway through the season. So, I mean, it might be – I mean, I'm not trying to wish it into existence, but if, it feels like he probably needs to. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. John Cena, Peacemaker, debuted last week. It seems he finally found his way as an actor. Rank your top three wrestlers turned actors. I have heard a lot of good things that Cena is absolutely hilarious in this show. Peacemaker is awesome, and Cena is Cena is fantastic. All right, he was he was really good. Have you seen Suicide Squad? I haven't seen it. You've got to watch it. Okay, I, I promise you, you will like it. Okay, and you will love Peacemaker. Okay, um, Cena is. Oh, I was just thinking the other day. This feels like his his rock moment. It feels okay. like he's he's becoming what Dwayne Johnson became. He's so, he's a natural. I mean, he's so hilarious. we're putting Cena. The Rock and Roddy Piper is our top three. Uh, what other wrestlers? I mean, Hogan? Kevin Nash has made some. Nash, I would probably, I would probably put Piper ahead of Nash. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Day Live was an actual like blockbuster. You know, that made money kind of movie. It's become yeah. a classic as well. And Nash has been kind of like background guy. Like yeah. he did, he He's did. A- uh, what was the? Uh, Magic Magic Mike. Mike, He was in The Punisher. Yeah. So he's he's had some Um, good ones there. Um, Either that, either Piper or Hogan. Yeah, Hogan was in some good movies back in the day. Well, I mean, he was in Rocky Three, but I mean, like. Well, he was in, you know, he was in Thunder in Paradise. And I mean, not saying they were great. Come on. Well, I'm not saying they were great, but, you know, he was in, he was in some actual movies. Yeah. Do we count Zeus? No, but so he was an actor first. So he was kind of a character on wrestling. He didn't. Yeah. He was an actual wrestler, really. I agree. I agree. But what, what was now, Hogan had some funny movies like in the nineties. What were like, the like nanny? Mr. Nanny? Yeah, I I thought that was kind of funny. I mean, I'm sure it's really cheesy, but yeah. But he's not going to get ahead of Piper and The Rock, and you know. I, I don't know what I mean. Piper didn't really do anything other than they had a couple of things, but th- that one movie. The fact that he was the star of what became a big movie. And so, I mean, he is Edge probably. Was in, <laughs> Edge was in that movie uh, that uh, had Frazier in it, wasn't he? The Money, the plane. Plane. Money Plane. Money Plane. Money <laughs> Plane. And DDP is, in a, is, is about to be in a Netflix uh, series, I believe, or movie one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, there you go. All right. But the fact that we're having to find the scrounge for number three just tells you kind of where things were. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Will Bednar. I'm sorry. Will Bednar didn't have a question. Jay in Baltimore has a question. Will Bednar had 130 Ks in 92 innings. Landon Sims has 110 Ks in 56 innings, which is uh, an average of 1.78. Bednar was 1.5. Will Sims average more than 1.5 Ks as a starter, which requires a different approach versus closing? I mean, I think if you're a strikeout pitcher, you're a strikeout pitcher. He's got to. It's not, a, it's not a huge well, difference here. Yeah, well, uh, Bednar has a, a good mix of pitches. Sims is going to have to 
to really add to his arsenal. We mentioned a little bit of that on the show yesterday. Um, so he's he's got to be more than what he was. He's he kind of came in and was just blowing people away. Yeah, and it's I, I think he's still going to have a lot of strikeouts, but there's also going to be some teams that are able to adjust second and third time for the order. He's only facing one time for the order most of the time. Uh, so he's going to have to have a few a few other tricks up his sleeve. You're not going to be able to just overpower everybody um, by throwing mid to high 90s. And I think he might take a little bit something off too because I don't think he can sustain coming in there and, and gassing people like that. You know, I, I, he's going to have to change his approach, which I think he's capable of doing. I mean, this is not a guy that's never started before. He right. just hasn't done it on this level. Right. So he, he knows what it takes. Yeah. The mentality won't be a, a problem for him, I don't think. Uh, Robert Burl says, of the usual fast food restaurants available, what's your go-to fast food? Uh, fast food order, he says. A fast food order. Well, I mean, you know, you got to pick the I'm restaurant, a, I guess. Well, I'm going to Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. as my number one. That's a good choice. And it, de- it depends on what I'm feeling. Sometimes I'm feeling a sandwich. Sometimes I'm feeling nuggets. Um, if I'm feeling froggy, so my nuggets are 12 count meal, large Coke or lemonade, depending on how many soft drinks I've had that day. Cause I'd limit myself to one soft drink. Um, and then the deluxe sandwich with no cheese is my, is my other no cheese. Yeah. I, you know, I, I just, I, I'm, I like cheese, but I'm not. I'm I'm not actively seeking out cheese. Yeah, I got you. If it's if it's available to me, if it's already on something, I'm not going to be upset about it. But it's not something that I that I really just unless it's like nacho cheese or yeah. queso. Yeah. So for me, the, the the fast food restaurant I go to the most is probably Taco Bell, and so I would go. Ooh. I get like a a nacho. What? Are you hating Taco Bell? Is your gut okay? Have you met me? I, it's, it's perfectly fine. It couldn't be. It couldn't be any bigger. Uh, I go a couple. I, a couple of steak soft tacos and a nachos bel grande, and that's that's pretty good for me. What about the wings? I didn't try the wings, and apparently they've already they've already like run out of those. They're not going to be using them anymore. I tried the what they do like a um, chicken sandwich taco or something. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I, I didn't tried try that. that. Nothing special. I, it was, I stick uh, to what I know. Taco Bell. I stick to. It what was I very know. disappointing. I believe that. All right. Um, Reed Green wants us to rank these cartoons, <laughs> old school cartoons: Tom and Jerry, Scooby Doo, Yogi Bear, The Jetsons, and The Flintstones. Scooby Doo. <clears throat> sorry, yeah. Scooby Doo, Flintstones, uh, Tom and Jerry, Jetsons, Yogi. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little different than you. I'm gonna go Flintstones, Scooby Doo, Yogi Bear, Tom and Jerry, Jetsons. I wasn't a huge Jetsons fan. Now, th- these are some of the cartoons that I watched every morning. Oh, yeah. waking up before school. Yeah, Scooby Doo was a must. Um, I watched Scooby Doo every single morning. I got you. Scooby Doo and Big Daddy got had me some um, some sausage biscuits. From uh, Jimmy Dean. That's a good Randy morning. Roll. Yep. Good morning. Yep. Uh, let's see. What are your top five? Another one from Reed Green. What are your top five MSU sporting events? Doesn't matter the sport that you saw strictly as a fan. Ooh, so you got to go back a little bit. Um, I'd have to go back to before twenty. 
I mean, I might have to cancel out my time when I was in media relations. Mm-hmm. This is when we're sitting in the stands at a game or watching on TV. Yes. Uh, well, he says in person, doesn't he? You saw in saw person, person as been. a fan. Yeah. Okay, so this will have to be before I even got in college mostly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so number one is College World Series 2007. Okay. My first experience to Omaha in the College World Series had never been. Got to go to Rosenblatt. It was an unbelievable experience. And number two is probably going to be the Super Regional against Clemson. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Gosh. Um, I didn't see very many good football games because <laughs> that was during the cream era. Oh. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, so I saw... 99 Egg Bowl. Okay. Let's see. So I've saw some good basketball games. Something in 2004. I don't know. It's hard for me. This is so right. long ago, man. I mean, I just you have to I think, haven't like, been a fan forever. So for me, I'm going to go 99 Egg Bowl for sure. Um, 98 Egg Bowl winning the West in Oxford would probably be on my list. Um, the 96 win over Alabama might be on the list. Basketball, I was at the Elite Eight game where State clinched to go to the Final Four. That needs to be on my list. I was at the 04 game in Alabama where they won the SEC with that crazy comeback. Um, <sighs> yeah, see, I didn't see most of those basketball games yeah. in person. Ba- baseball, there's not one that really stands out for me as a fan. You know, I went to a lot of games, but like, there's not one where I was like, you know, maybe the, the 97 regional here in Starkville where Dubose pitches the complete game to on the Monday to win yep. it. That might be on yep. there for me. That's a good top five. I'll just go with that. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> CO Dog says, if you got to run college football like English soccer, which conference correlates to which leagues? How many teams would you relegate each season? Should that replace bowl games? Well, relegating, would, I mean, is, is not a bowl game. So that doesn't count. So I guess I have to answer this one. Uh, yes, you do. The power five would be what the Premier League is. That is the top tier and the worst team in power five is going to be better than the best team in the the group of five so the group of five would be the second tier of english soccer which is called the championship and what relegation is the top three of the championship i'm sorry the top two plus a playoff winner they do a playoff from three to uh seven goes to the premier league the next year the bottom three of the premier league drop out and it's the same way down to League One and League Two. So League One would be FCS. League Two would be Division Three. Is how that you would look at that. So basically, I don't know who the top three teams in FCS are, but they would go up to the Group of Five next year, and then the worst Group of Five teams would come down, and so on and so forth. So who were the worst three Power Five teams this year? Off the top of my head, I would assume Vanderbilt was on that list, uh, and Vanderbilt would be a team that's sort of like. Um, uh, like Norwich City. Norwich City is a team that they they basically they 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 dominate the championship and they come up, but they're terrible in the Premier League and they go back down. I think they have had five or six straight times where every time they've gotten promoted, they got relegated the next year. They can never stay two seasons in the Premier League. So that would be what Vanderbilt is. They would be really good in the in the group of five, but really bad 
in the Premier League. So it'd be fun would to watch. They, would they be really good in the group of five? I don't know. I mean, they won, they won two of their four non-conference games this year. Maybe they'd be okay. Yeah, but they, they lost to Eastern Tennessee State or someone, and sure. they had to kick a field goal to beat be Connecticut. Right. You could be and right. We considered Connecticut one of the worst teams. Who's, who's in, the team then that would be like, okay, they're just up and down every like Oregon State? I don't I don't know off the top of my head. Mississippi State. They're well, up state, and down. State is probably a team that's sort of like um who's just who stays in the middle most of you? Like Crystal Palace. They just they're never they're never gonna win, but they're they're usually not in danger of being relegated either. Isn't Crystal Palace a Chinese restaurant? Possibly. So, so the English Premier people are stealing names from the Chinese now. Do you think the words crystal and palace are Chinese words? Yes. Okay, we're moving on. The Chinese food we eat is authentic. Yeah. They eat chicken wings in China. I mean, I'm sure they do. So, here we go. Trotter Flynn. Here's one of these good questions I was talking about. A recent assessment of my sock drawer. Because I have a growing supply of socks marked R or L for the appropriate foot. Confusing because I also have socks marked L for large. Do you believe in the right and so- left sock philosophy or are they ambidextrous? I, I have not seen socks labeled like that. I've is, never seen anything like is that. Is Trotter labeling as socks? That's what he says. Okay, so I have dress socks that have like the polo dress socks that have like the horse on the left side and the horse on the right, right. side. So that's how you know. Yeah. But most of the time, the socks I have are the same sock. So, yeah, like my white socks, they're, they're just socks. Uh, they, there's no particular foot they have to go on. So I've never heard of anybody marking their socks before. That, that's a new one, Trotter. You've, uh, you've taught us something today. Trotter has OCD yes, is what I, we've learned. That's what we learned. Bearded man with a fish. If Mississippi State is an eight seed in the men's tourney, would you consider that result a success? Eight? Yeah, I think so. At this point, you would take that. Yeah. I think people just want to get in the tournament. Yeah. But I I think, you know, that would be fairly safe. It wouldn't be right on the bubble. You would, you would be, you'd be pretty much in there. So, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I think people would be okay with that. I think that'd be fine. Let's get to the rest of these questions. Let's move on into the second half of the, uh, the rumblings. That's brought to you by our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Don't forget to go to msbeef.org when you're looking for great recipes for how to cook all of those great beef products you're finding at the grocery store. And a lot more information about the 15,000 Mississippi farmers that are in the beef industry. When you put beef into the shopping cart, not only are you giving your family a great, nutritious, and delicious meal, but you're helping out your fellow Mississippians. And, of course, nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. This weekend, if you're looking to, you know, cook up something for the game, maybe a big pot of chili, maybe a big pot of stew, or, hey, you want to put a brisket out there, you got a lot of great options when it comes to beef. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District smoked southern soul food. It's not just barbecue when you go to Two Brothers. It's so much more. What a great place to go a landmark restaurant here in Starkville, one of the hubs of the city, and a place that I'm always telling out-of-town guests, whenever somebody comes into town, whenever one of the other beat writers or, or people I deal with in the media are like, hey, I'm in Starkville this weekend covering the game. Where should I eat? Two Brothers is always on the top of my list. Make sure it's on the top of your list, too. Next time you're here, head to Two Brothers Smoked Meats. They don't make it any easier than what Advantage Business Systems wants to do for you. 
Great products, great service. Every product you need to keep your business running, they've got it. Copiers, printers, uh, information systems, software, computers, whatever it is, they've got you taken care of. And then when the sale is made, it's not just a simple, okay, here's our 1-800 number and you call the call center and set up an appointment and we can probably be there in seven to 10 business days. No, no, it's, hey, how can we help you? Let's get this taken care of immediately because you're dealing with a Mississippi company helping Mississippi businesses just like yours. Call them today, find out what they can do for you. That number is 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. Patrick Swindle, who is a giant of a man, wants us to rank these three-man bands. Rush, Green Day, ZZ Top, Cream, The Police, Genesis, Blink-182. Green Blink Day is last. And then Blink-182 is second to last. Yes. Okay. I like Blink-182 more than I do Green Day. So we're both we're going to say our number one right here. We're going to go one, two, three, and just say it. I want to see if we agree. Ready? One, two, three. Rush. Rush. There we go. Yeah. Rush is the best three-man band there is. I would say ZZ Top. ZZ two. Top. Here, here, here's mine. Rush, ZZ Top. Okay. Um, the Police. Yes. Cream. Okay. Genesis, Blink-182, Green Day. I'll go with that. I could switch Genesis and Cream, but that's good. That's good, but Rush. I mean, the- Cream. Cream is good to me just because Eric Clapton is in right. it. But there, I don't know. Sunshine of their of your love is the only song I really know. Yeah, they do White Room. Yeah. Okay, I know two of their songs. Yeah, um, I actually like a cover of "In the Sunshine of Your Love" more than I like the original too. Yeah, I mean, it's. Just, so, I, I'm a big Eric Rush Clapton is fan. the the undisputed king of quintessential. Yeah quintessential three-man band Absolutely. i mean that the sound that they produce with three people is unlike Insane. anything that i've ever heard what, what where does three-man band rank in three-man bands where does heath slater drew mcintyre and jinder mahal rank last last okay <laughs> all right I got uh, kids patrick swindall you talked about underrated players a little bit before christmas who are some of the best underrated players in Mississippi State history? So we mentioned one, I think, for baseball. We said Cody Brown. Yes. Very underrated. <clears throat> for basketball? Brandon Vincent is, is my choice. go-to on that. Winsome Frazier might be one. Winsome Frazier. Um, um, trying to think. I mean, do we, talk about, do we talk about – Timmy Bowers enough in the in the overall. Timmy Bowers might be of one of the State top basketball. five basketball players in MSU history. You can make an argument. I mean, I, I don't know if if I would consider him underrated, but for the average Mississippi State fan, yeah, I don't think anybody really talks about him that much. Football. Jarius Norwood. Norwood is is definitely underrated. So it's Vic be, Ballard, in my opinion. Yeah, but I mean, we we've said it time and time again. If Norwood was in a spread offense, oh, he would have been phenomenal. Been dominant, but a dominant football player. Um, I feel like you know when Smoot came in, he got so much credit, and he deserved a great player. But Robert Bean was a dominant college corner, great corner cornerback. Yeah, so I agree. A lot, a lot of good ones. Uh, last one here from uh, Patrick 
what is your top five sports that you pay attention to? He says he's sure you'll have EPL in his top five in your top five. Um, uh, I think I'm gonna have to give that to you. Okay. So for me, I would say it's college football, pro football, college baseball, EPL, college basketball. Okay. What about you? Well, EPL is last for me. So, well, I mean, you don't have to have EPL. What What are the top five that you pay attention to? Um, college college baseball is what I pay attention to most. When it's like other te- other like watching other teams and stuff. I spent I, I watch Mississippi State sports no matter what it is. But as far as like just paying attention to the rest of the landscape of it, mm-hmm. college baseball I pay attention to more than just about anything. Yeah. Um, the college football is very similar. College basketball is towards the bottom of my periphery. I just don't, I don't watch. I, I, I can't get into it unless it's Mississippi state. I just, I cannot get into it. NFL has gone way up for me because of fantasy football. And I've just got so, I mean, I'll, I'll sit down and watch every game start to finish on an NFL Sunday. Um, so college football is kind of in the in the same area for me with that too. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not watching. I have not watched a second of EPL. It's a shame. Actually, I, I probably have watched a second whenever yeah, I've been in the you same room. Channels. As you. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. All right. Uh, let's see here. Big baby Jesus. What a great name. Big what, baby Jesus. What it says. Which okay. football transfer will have the biggest impact next season? Next season, probably Marcus Banks of the guys who've come in right now. Marcus Banks or Jackie Matthews. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a kicker. Yeah. Assuming that our, you know, we got to keep still keeping him quiet, but we all know who we're talking about here. But I I think Marcus Banks is a guy, I mean, he should start opposite of Emmanuel Forbes. Yes. Uh, I mean, that should be your expectation for him. And if he's not, then. Yeah. I think that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Will Carruth asks, what was the reaction to MSU's appearance in the program? Iowa and Michigan supposedly negotiated for their teams to win during the movie. Obviously, Larry Templeton didn't make that decision because State lost to ECU or ESU in the uh, the program. I remember going to the, the theater and being very surprised to see Mississippi State and then not being very surprised to see that they were terrible in that, in that movie. I want to say that Mike Nemeth mentioned something about this the other day on the board. You know, he yeah. was he was like one of the the head guys in media relations back then, and was kind of involved in that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think they recorded that maybe in Baton Rouge. Or it, the, the whole the whole movie is recorded in uh in South Carolina, I believe. Okay, I, I they use William. I could have sworn I could have sworn he said something about they met in Baton Rouge. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I could be wrong. But he he did have some he did have some insight during that time because I think he was here then. Yeah, well he would have been. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ford Polk, if you could have your pick of video games, new or possible, coming out in the future, which would you choose? GTA Six, Red Dead Three, NCAA Football, or God of War? It's really no contest that it's NCAA football. It is NCAA, and then number two, number two would be. Grand Theft Auto for me. Grand Theft, for Red Dead for me, but I don't know. I haven't played Red Dead. I really want to, but you I have not played it. it. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. <clears throat> I just, I don't have, 
you know, I have a 360. Mm-hmm. I mean, do they even make games for 360 anymore? I mean, I just, I'm not sure. Not I have sure. not played. The other day, I pulled out a uh, Beatles rock band because I'd watched uh, Get Back on yeah. Disney Plus, and I kind of got into uh, Beatles mm-hmm. um, for a little bit. And my guitar for uh, rock band was messed up, so I couldn't do it. That's that's the first time I pulled out a video game, and I can't remember when. I played a lot of video games while I was sick, so. I play video games all the time, though. It's just what I do for, for fun. Uh, Alan Lundy, who would you like to see the Saints get at quarterback if drafting and one in a realistic trade? If they're drafting, I don't really know who I want them to get. I don't think there's a franchise quarterback. I'm sure there is one, and I'm just missing them. But Pickett, Corral, Malik Willis, none of those guys just jump off the page as that's a true difference maker. I'd much rather them go for a trade. I think the guy to get is Russell Wilson. You know, I think that's. I don't think the Packers are going to come off of Aaron Rodgers for for a ton. I mean, they're going to have to give up a ton. Whereas with Russell Wilson, I feel like you can probably make a more reasonable deal. Yeah, I think the I think the Steelers need to get either one of those guys. I mean, I I don't trust a single guy in this draft. Yeah, there's not a single quarterback. And they're not that they're not talented players, and they could be good players, but there's not a guy like Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields where I'm just like, no doubt, no yeah. doubt, he'll be a great quarterback. So. No, I don't feel good about any of these guys. Yeah. So if I, I'm, I'm hoping that the Steelers go get Aaron Rodgers or a Russell Wilson mm-hmm. and piece together something for next year because I feel like a difference maker like that can go a long way for them. I agree. Um, offensive line still a problem, but all right. Uh, another one from the from uh, I'm sorry, this is from 901 Stark Dog, who says when driving through Point City. Why does it seem like if you catch one light, you catch them all, and if you make one light, you make them all? I agree with this. I, I feel like that when you go through West Point, it's either you just get to go through smooth sailing or you're going to stop at every light. Highway 12 is like this. Yes. Yeah. You, you get through one red light and you're going to stop. And so is, uh, so is Main Street. Yeah, I, I just I don't you, I don't understand. You catch the light at uh, at Washington. Is that Washington? Yeah, Washington Street. If you catch that light, you're going to catch them all. If you make that light, you're going to make them all. Simple. So weird. Yeah. Uh, Nine and one Stark Dog. Did the men's win over Alabama raise expectations or just keep them of making the tournament and maybe getting a win? I, I don't think it raised them at all for me, Robbie. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I feel the same way about this team that I have. Um, that's. I've been pretty steady on my thoughts with this team. I, I think the whole way through, I've thought that this is an NCAA tournament team and they should be getting better as the year goes on. And I think that's, you know, I, I wasn't shocked that they won that ball game. I thought that was a game that was very winnable for them. And now they just got to start stacking wins. They got to find wins everywhere they can get them. Yeah. All right, let's see here. Alexandra Watson asks, my employer allows us to wear collegiate wear on weekends but only during football season. How can I convince them to keep this going for baseball season? What I would do is that first, you know, weekend, just show up in your, your in Mississippi State clothes. In this day and age, you know, think about how understaffed every business is, right? Especially if you're a good employee, they're not going to fire you. Just be like, look, you know, can't we just do this? Everybody likes it. They'll go along with it. I, I, I would, I would just... I would I would ask uh, for forgiveness, not permission. Sounds good to me. Robbie Robbie's with me on this one. I was going to say, 
tell him to uh, stick it, but maybe don't do that. These fans can stick it, brother. All right. Uh, another one from Anxious Dog. Who are the men most likely to beat out of Tennessee, Kentucky, LSU, and Auburn? That's a good question. Tennessee. You think it's Tennessee? I think it's LSU, yeah. even though it's on the road. Because they're kind of, you know, unpredictable sometimes. Yeah. Barnes has had Howland's number, though. He has. And State has played LSU pretty well over the over the last few years. LSU yeah. is, uh, is always – has always uh, pretty much been more talented, but states played them well. Yeah. Sometimes they just can't find a way to win those games. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Auburn, I don't know. I, I don't know how states can match up in that game. They have, they have a, a, a couple of guys in the post that I don't feel like state has the upper hand there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they can, they usually, a pretty good three-point shooting team. I hadn't looked at their stats this year. Do you year. know where that game is? It's at State. That gives State a chance there, for sure. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I have a soft spot for Bruce Pearl because he once told me that was a really good question. So, Any sweats? Oh, my God, he's a sweater. and I respect that, though. I respect that. He sweats through his suits. Yeah. Joe Dog wants to know, what's our favorite beer? What's your favorite? I don't really have one. Robbie Robbie is the ultimate not beer snob. He just wants to drink beer. By beer, I mean iced tea. That's right, mother. I forgot Miss Falk was listening. Uh, for me, it's a Tiny Bomb by Wiseacre Brewing Company. That's my favorite. And and if my mom is listening, I'm I am not a heavy drinker. Okay? He is not. He is not. Uh, also from Joe, who is what bulldog receiver? will have the most receiving yards next year. I know um, it, won't be. it won't be Malik Heath. Or Makai Polk. No. I mean, it's got to be – I feel like it's got to be Jaden Wally. So I think after two years in this system, watching this system, they really want the outside receivers to be the guys that, that pile up the yardage, I think. I think it's going to be – I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say it's, it's going to be Ra-Ra Thomas. Okay. I think big, big sophomore year for Ra-Ra. I just think that, um, you know, Will is the ultimate guy who decides where the ball goes. That's true. And I feel like it's going to go to Jaden Wally a lot. Yeah. Only made for the rumblings. Just listen to yesterday's podcast and you get the answer to your question. Rank these guards from Caleb Rhodes. What a tough question this is going to be for us. Timmy Bowers, Jamont Gordon, D. Boss, Lamar Peters, Iverson Molinar. That's five pretty good point guards there. Ooh. Um, Bowers won. Yeah, I think I got to go just overall what he brings to the table. I'm going to go Jamont Gordon, too. Yeah, such a mismatch. I love watching him play. I, I just did. I got a kick out of him. I mean, is D Boss ahead of Molinar right now? No, Molinar's ahead. Okay. Peters is last, I guess. I, I would put Boss ahead of Peters. Well, Peters was a good, good basketball player. He was, he was but I, but I, I still think D he's, he's was, definitely did. he's definitely last in that group, but for sure. That's a good group. It is. It is. I mean, you, you don't even have like Derek Zimmerman, T.J. Honore, uh, Chucky Evans. You, I mean, you're leaving out a lot of quality. Gary guys. Irvin. Oh, 
<laughs> I got a cough out of that one. Oh, I got a laugh and that turned into a cough. Oh, that hurt. That actually physically hurt my chest. Um, Josh Washington. Where's, where's Jamal Edmondson on this list? Oh, my gosh. It's right above. Oh, what was that guy's name? I can't remember. Jalen Steele. Right, right above Jamal Edmondson's shorts. Yeah. Oh, Mike gosh. Went, yeah, went down to his feet. Josh Watson. The biggest shorts I've ever seen. Yes. Josh Watson. Since State has taken on the moniker of DLU over the last 10 years or so, do you see a current or incoming defensive lineman that continue the tra- trend of high talent we're putting into the league? I think Jordan Davis is going to be a good pro. I think Jordan Davis has a shot. I think Jaden Crumity can play in the league. I think Nathan Pickering can play in the league. But as far as high talent, I think I, there's, there's nobody Williams. on the roster. No, Trevion Williams. Well, I, I just meant you know the current well, roster. He said incoming. He said incoming. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think that, I, that kid's I, a I stud. No, he's. I look at him and I see another one of the big time linemen that's yeah. come through Mississippi State. I just, I really feel like that's going to happen. I think Calvin Dinkins has a chance too. I'm telling you right now, by the way, with Simmons, probably not. Maybe he might play one more year on this contract he's on, but that next contract is going to be another $100 million club for Mississippi State. An absolute joke that he's not an all pro. Uh, he was I mean, all uh, pro. Not all pro. He's not a pro, pro bowler. Yeah. He'll probably end he up is. in the pro bowl because some guys will drop out. But well, I'm just like, you know, this is a fan voting <laughs> thing. I know. I know. Because he plays in Tennessee. See, it's just because he plays in Tennessee. He yeah, played I mean, for that the Chiefs or the, or the Rams or something to be different. He might be the second most valuable interior lineman in the entire yeah. NFL behind just Aaron because, Donald. Yeah, behind Aaron Donald right now. Yeah, because just because of what he demands. I mean, the production that he's that he has from that position is already really impressive. Mm-hmm. But when you actually turn on the film and you just see what people dem- what what people have to do to stop him, mm-hmm. Chris Jones is the same way. Yeah. I mean, Chris Jones' stats are not that good, but look at what deep, what offensive lines have to do to prepare for him. The Steelers had to have two people on him at all times yeah, to just get him out of the way, and all that does is free somebody else up. I've said it many times. I'll say it again. When he was here at Mississippi State, the reason those defenses were so great is because every offensive game plan began with we have to double-team Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah. So somebody was always going to be free, and you just happen to have another first rounder next to him, plus a bunch of other great players. So well, I mean, the most amazing thing is he still wrecks a play mm-hmm. with two people on him. Simmons, you, you, if you told me right now, who's the I, I, Dak Prescott is number one, but who is the second greatest football player in MSU history? I think I would vote for Jeff Simmons. Wow. I mean, just a dominant, dominant force. Yeah, that that was a that was a big win for Mississippi State to get him on campus yeah. at 2016 class. Not a question here, but Ben Sticker says you did say DJ Stewart. You did say DJ Stewart. I went back and listened. Did I? I thought yeah. I said DJ Jeffries. Okay. You, you you let him. You you said DJ DJ Jeffries, and yeah, it was just a little Freudian slip. Oh, uh, who cares? I said Jeffries. It'll be all right. Norm wants to know if we could use a time machine to relive any moment in sports history, what would it be? Uh, first Super Bowl would be up there. I, I want to say the first Super Bowl. The first Super Bowl. You want Packers Chiefs? Packers Chiefs. Okay, just to okay. say, I got to say the first. That's Super cool. Bowl. Yeah, I guess who you're yeah. saying. 
um, some some of the Olympics and like the that's a good choice. The like fifteen hundreds or whenever the thing oh, was created. like am I like ancient Greece? Well, yeah, like some like you know Olympic games. Like when was the first Olympic games? Like I think the first were like before Christ. Let's see. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like some of those would be. Yeah. Yeah, the first real Olympics. Oh, those are in like the 1900s or the 1800s. 1896. Yeah. But, I, you know, I'm talking about like the... You bunch know, of white guys running the 100-yard dash. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, you know, what's the, what, are, what, what were the games called in, in Greece? The know, Olympic Games. Back? Were they Olympic Games? Yeah. But I mean, talking okay. about, you're talking about long, many, you know, thousands Chariot of races, years. Chariot races. Yeah, stuff yeah, okay. like that. Oh, okay. I would love to see that these kind are of interesting stuff. choices. I like these choices. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to go with, I'm not going to go with just, you know, I want to go see, so, you know... I'm going to pick Ohio State versus somebody in the national championship. I want to be there where Babe Ruth called his shot. Yeah, that would be really cool. I want to be at the 1980 USA USSR hockey game. Would be one. The Miracle on Ice. The Miracle on Ice. Something like that would be cool to watch. Uh, And then just selfishly, I'd like to have been in Omaha this past July or past June. But well, you had your opportunity. You could have gone. That's not entirely true. That's true. Uh, last two questions here. The last one, I can't wait to answer. Tucker Medlin, though, please explain why the reigning champ shouldn't automatically be number one next year. I'm tired of hearing this from the MSU fan base. A lot of people upset today, Kendall Rogers. You were correct. MSU was a top five team. They're number four. A lot of people giving Kendall Rogers and Aaron Fitz some, some grief because they're not number one. You just can't say the defending champion is number one. Georgia will not be the preseason number one football team next year. They just won't. Yeah, it's based on this season. It's based yeah. on what you expect uh, this based season. On last year, yeah. I mean, State they, has got to replace ranked, a lot of production. They were ranked number one to end last season because they had won the national championship. They right. were the best team. Doesn't but carry now we have a new season. Right. I, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue semantics on the on the rankings when they're in the top five. Right. You know, well, I mean, if they're if they're ranked like 15th or something, okay, yeah, we need be, to have a conversation. Be, yeah. What is your what's what point are you trying to make here? Right. But there's let's be honest. I mean, I, I don't know if State was purely the best team in college baseball last year mm-hmm. in comparison to some of the others. Arkansas proved they were a better team than Mississippi State last year in a series. They swept the series. State was playing the best baseball at the right time. Yeah. Was State the best team overall? Were they the most talented team? I don't know if we can say that, but at the at the right time when they had to be the best team, they were. So, I mean, this is just a ranking of who we think are or who D1 thinks are the best teams this season. Mm-hmm. And there's there are a lot of talented teams out there. LSU returns a ton of offensive talent. They have a lot of questions on the mound. Same thing for Ole Miss. Same thing for Arkansas. All three of those teams are going to be great offensive teams that have question marks on the mound. Vanderbilt, we think they're going to be really good. Um, Texas is returning most of their teams. So you can make arguments for all these teams inside the top five, and it's just – I don't think that the, the, the margin is that large for these teams. I think you can switch them around and not have a bunch of people argue about it. I agree. So I, which, which is why I say it's really not that important. Last question today comes to us from Raleigh Cadenhead. My wife and I have an ongoing debate as to the definition of the word shank. 
For me, it means to stab someone, but for her, it means to pull someone's pants down. Please share your thoughts and allow me to put this argument to rest. Riley, I don't know your wife, and I'm sure she's a lovely woman, but holy crap, is she wrong on this one? I have never heard anybody call never pulling someone's paint, pants down a shank. That's pantsing somebody. <laughs> when, I, when, you, when you pull someone's pants down, you pants them. I have never heard shank in any way. A shank is both the art, the act of stabbing someone, and what you stab them with. That's you, correct. You can shank somebody with a shank. You can also, of course, shank a kick or a drive off the tee. But it, I have never, ever heard it used in terms of pulling somebody's <laughs> pants down. <laughs> I'd like never. to hear where that originated. She must be from her. the north. There's just no other way, right? So Raleigh, Shank. buy Man. some balloons, buy a bottle of champagne, because you don't get to be right very often when you're married. But you got this one, my friend. <laughs> never, I've never heard of that. If any of our listeners have heard the term shank, and it means pull your pants down, I want to hear from you. Please tweet at me and Robbie and tell us where you heard that. So. <laughs> All right, tomorrow's show, we'll recap Mississippi State, Florida. Or at least I will. Future Brian will, maybe one of the two. Uh, and we'll have some other stuff. We'll talk a little football as well. MSU, you know, one receiver in, one receiver out. The transfer portal still happening. We'll talk a little bit more about what state's bringing back next year and, and, and those kind of things, what kind of offensive production they might be able to, to count on in 2022. All right, guys, have a great uh, day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.